Quarter past eight, you're with SFM 104-107. Don't forget, we've got Nico, our petrol head. Yep, the only one coming from outside of Makanda, Grahamstown at half past eight. You can start sending in your WhatsApps and your questions about cars and the like. And uh, hopefully we'll have got him up with a good cup of coffee off that couch and in the coffee and so much more. Wow, this next interview is um, really one that is bringing such joy to me. I actually feel... I feel like weeping, actually. Dane Hurst is the Jazz Art Artistic Director. Now, Jazz Art is celebrating 50 years. Uh, it is a dance company, a theatre dance company. But what makes me think how extraordinary life is? It comes full circle. So many, many, many years ago, I interviewed a young man. He must have been 17, 18, maybe. And... He was a dancer and dancing in Kabecha, Port Elizabeth, and making a huge difference in his community. Well, that's the same person. Dane Hurst then went off to the UK. I can't recall if we interviewed him in the UK or just before. But now he's back. He's the Jazz Art Artistic Director. And it makes me feel like, yes, things are working the way they should. Dane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. It's wonderful to be here with you this morning. You have to say, it's kind of like weird. I'm like talking to you and I'm like going, this is a story I've heard before. Yes, yes. When I, when I came in to meet with you this morning, I looked at you and I thought, ooh, we've connected before. <laughs> we've connected before. So we've come through like a 20-year 20, 20 cycle. Wow. And it, it feels like um, a return home and it's where I'm supposed to be right now. And it's, it's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful time in history, South Africa's history, and also jazz arts history. And um, me coming back home after having had a 20-year career in the UK to, to invest in the young people um, that jazz art are training and developing those young people into, into professional dancers. Remind, us, yes, remind yes. us of that early time, 20 years ago when mm. you were in Kabecha, mm. you, you were dancing as a classically trained dancer. That's right, yes. So I, I was training at the Toynbee Ballet School, That was our, our teacher was Gwen Mary Wells, yes. and she was um, teaching out of a, a small little ramshackle studio in, in, in the northern areas in Galvindale, and really rough area, um, complicated situation, um, but the fact that we had classical ballet with a, a live pianist yeah. and next door we had uh, flamenco dancing so that infusion of, of ballet and flamenco and our our young kind of energetic um, characters within the room it, it was quite an incredible mixture mm. so the students that came out of that studio they were all wonderful like all of us we were winning awards every year yeah. every year since I was nine years old the PE dance festival our studio, the Toynbee Club, would always win golds or, you know, be, be recognized for our stand. And it's because she invested in us yeah. and we didn't have to pay because we, a lot of us couldn't afford it. So, yeah. so the fact that we felt that we were being invested in, we took that opportunity and multiplied it because we knew that there was an opportunity for us to see the world because mm. uh, one of the success stories early on was uh, Warren Adams who lived um, in my street, um, in Van Deren Street, and he was just at the bottom of that road. Uh, he had received a scholarship that was set up by Nelson Mandela wow. and Lady Anya Sainsbury uh, of the Sainsbury's in the UK. She was a ballerina. They set up um, a, a scholarship of 10 years, started in 93, 
and in that period, 93 to 2003, they brought over 22 young South African students to the UK for dance training. And Warren was one of the first. Mm. I saw him go and he showed me what the possibilities were for dance, how dance can change your life, how dance can support your family, how dance can inspire people. And 10 years later, I applied for the same uh, <laughs> uh, scholarship yeah. after doing a, a, the, the South African, South African National Dance Competition yeah. in Rudaput, and there was another one in Joburg. Um, won that competition and won 20,000 rand, which my teacher kept. She said, I'm going to keep this for you because you're going to need it when you, when you have to go to the UK. And at that time, I didn't know I was going. And my dad wasn't working. My mom wasn't working. And there I have this 20,000 rand. My ballet teacher's keeping it. But anyway, um, it, was, it was wonderful to receive the scholarship and yeah. go to the UK 20 years ago. You were there for 20 years. Yes, well, close on, close on. Close yeah. on. I, I just returned last year um, to take up the position at, at Jazz Outdance Theatre, so about 19 years, but yeah. it's, a, it's been a 20-year journey. Yeah. Dane, you know, you talk about something very important, and yeah. we were talking about it earlier with regards to survival uh, you know, and sustainability for the yes. arts sector. And if I think about you, you say, you know, your father and mother were unemployed at the time. Yes. And yet you have managed to create a tra trajectory which is phenomenal, mm. choosing to come back and be a director of a renowned 50-year-old dance company. Talk to us about what it has meant to come back and do this. Well, I, I've, seen, I've seen how my life has changed mm. and um, expanded and what I've been able to do. You know, a few years ago, I set up a project called the Moving Assembly Project mm. to connect UK and SA to try to um, create a cross-cultural collaboration between the two countries because I can see how the arts are celebrated abroad and I know that the arts can change people's lives. It's just that young young people don't know the scope of how, how it can, can, can mm. Elevate you, elevate your mind, your spirit, your physicality, how you hold yourself, how yeah. you walk into a room. If you're an artist, you feel like you've got something to contribute. And um, contributing myself, my whole self coming from South Africa, people have always celebrated the fact that I'm South African mm -hmm. and that I have something different and that my energy is different and I, I, I shine different on stage. So... And I've seen whenever a South African dancer was dancing on stage in the UK, you were attracted magnetically to them. Mm. It's like a different fire. And this year, um, we managed to take our company, our, our uh, eight dancers. They've just uh, been a company um, for one year. Uh, they graduated last year from the three-year training program. And we took them to the UK and we partnered them with another UK company of, that's 40 years old, Phoenix Dance Theatre. Yeah. I danced for them as a dancer yeah. and then I became the artistic director and then when I left, I came back to Jazz Art. So we connected the two companies and we had an opera company, Opera North, we had an orchestra, we had 40 singers on stage and we had um, a soloist from Cape Town Opera. So it was wonderful collaboration uh, to kick, kick off Jazz Art's 50th anniversary year and to see those dancers eight yeah. South African dancers on stage amongst all of those international artists, they blew them away. They blew them away. And it's that South African spirit, that never say die attitude, that, you know, it's, it's a resilience, it's a fire, it's a hunger. 
because every opportunity we know we have to take it and multiply it mm -hmm. so we were so proud to see them flying high in South Africa now they've come back and here we are at the National Arts Festival in Makanda and it's 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 been 15. a special year yeah I mean yeah. you're celebrating 50 next year the National Arts Festival celebrates 50 oh once my gosh, you start yeah. to like align those and you yeah you, you, it's it's an ecosystem. It's a creative and cultural ecosystem, and you see everything taking its place. I want to ask you something about resilience. Um, I, I really hate the idea of resilience because I always feel like we're being gaslit as a mm. nation. So we're being told we are so resilient. Mm. You know, we can handle the electricity, and actually, yeah. it's just being. It's like a, it's like an abusive relationship, mm. actually, where they tell you you're so resilient. Yeah. And yet, the creative sector truly has had to be resilient. Do you ever feel like um, our elasticity has stretched to the point where it has no more stretch? Well, you know, sometimes certain things have to get to breaking point. Mm. The snap has to happen and that letting go has to happen so that we can so that we can be free and clear of the baggage mm. of everything and that we can see actually what needs to happen. And if, if we are holding on and always making it work all the time, then you know it's like you get trampled on you get uh, mm. taken for granted and the arts can be taken for granted because we always find a way to make it work um, mm. but something has to snap and there needs to be a shock <laughs> there needs to be a shock and then we need to not rebuild from scratch but rebuild on on the foundation of history and go in a new direction but it needs the support it needs the investment and it needs it needs a fresh energy a fresh it's approach audience. yes exactly exactly um you know we were talking about this work um, that we took to the uk it was um requiem uh, post pandemic mm -hmm. um looking at how those of us who are left behind we have to make peace with the time that we've passed through mm. we have to let go of our loved ones let go let go of the jobs that we that we held dearly that that gave us a livelihood a lot of people lost so many things and in that letting go that was abrupt that was really abrupt it was a shock and the letting go has to happen so once we let go all the, all the baggage of the past all of all of everything letting that go making peace with it and then we can move freely into the future but we don't move freely and em empty-handedly part of that um performance you've got requiem and you've also got after tears which mm. has um uh, is composed in fact by naomi young yes. who is another great um artist we've seen him here many a time working with his music how does that feel I mean, going from the one, which is like Requiem and a kind of mo responding to Mozart's 200-year-old Requiem, and then like a contemporary artist yes, like Neo. Yeah. Neo, what Neo's created is a really beautiful piece. He's created uh, a work in three movements, and mm. the, the, f the first movement um, represents an arrival of people after a period of darkness, mm. an arrival of people after a, a catas catastrophic event, a uh, the arrival of people after a funeral. Mm. And as a nation, as a group of people, we are arriving after 30 years almost of democracy. We are arriving post-pandemic. We are arriving um, from our from our own personal stories. And we are walking into a new territory, a new landscape. So so that first movement and, and, and knowing what Neo was looking at, he was looking at um, uh, South African people needing to arrive from the past yeah. looking back and say, okay, what have we done in 30 years? Can we still hold on to the dream or do we need to build a new dream? 
those of us who are left behind, we have to carry the flame now, take on the flame from be from those that have fought for everything, mm -hmm. our ancestors, all of all of the people that have come before us, and then we have to make a ceremony. And this, the middle movement is a ceremony, it's a ritual. And on stage we have um, our wonderful dancer, Lichle Mfene, he does a prayer, he calls for guidance from the ancestors, he asks for light, he asks for healing, he asks the ancestor to show us the way, how we can work together to move forward, working together to create mm. a new history. And then the, the last section is, is, is a celebration of people coming together and celebrating that we are moving in a direction, in a new territory, but at least we are together, we can make anything possible. Mm. So uh, we're not performing the full work here, we'll be perform it at the, the Artscape Theatre in October. We have a two-week season um, from the 2nd through to the 14th of October. Our first week is a mixed bill season mm. and we'll be um, inviting companies to join us on stage, moving into dance from Joburg, Phoenix from the UK, oh, Unmute amazing. from Cape Town, Jazz Art. We've got great choreographers coming in and it's going to be a mixed bill show that first week. And then the second week we will have Cape Town Opera, Cape Philharmonic Orchestra, Jazz Whoa. Art and Phoenix performing Naomi Younger's work live for the first time in South Africa. We we yeah. all uh, want to do something like that. Yeah. Jeez, I swear, to go and see a performance of that nature. Dan, it really is wonderful seeing you. And I'm, I'm, I'm in awe, I must say. Yeah. We've got all these incredible new directors are heading up some new theatres and new performance spaces. And I feel so excited. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Michelle. You have a show. You have one more show today. So we've got two shows oh, today. Two. Yes, okay. our first show is at 12 yeah. and the next one will be at 6. Yeah, that's and then tomorrow our, our, our last show is in the afternoon. So we've got right. three shows left. So whoever's in Grahamstown, Makanda, please come and see us. Yeah. Our show is really affordable, 85 Rand. Yeah. And our eight dancers are going to wow you with, their, no with their athleticism and everything. Yes. Everybody has said that the contemporary dance at this uh, festival this year has been absolutely extraordinary so I think you can take great uh, great um, great treat from that if one wants to call it that yes Dan Hurst thank you so much for joining us thank you Michelle <laughs>